Hey, good morning again. We're st- you're still here, I'm still here, so I don't know if we need to say that again. Uh, can somebody turn on that monitor back there for me, please? Let's open our Bibles. Uh, you don't really need to remember this, but um, Matthew chapter 6, you already knew that. We're, we're talking about the Lord's Prayer button on the far left underneath. There you go. And... Uh, We've been looking at the Lord's Prayer because, again, as I was saying earlier, you know, some of these uh, very well-known passages, we need to get them in, into our hearts and lives, and, and that's why. So we, we see there it says in verse 9, This then is how you should pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, or this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven or forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. We talked last week about the daily dependence. Remember the DD, daily dependence? How many of you remember that? So you've got to do stuff we can actually remember. Dunkin' Donuts, you see, if you see it on every corner, you think daily DD, Dunkin' Donuts, daily dependence, where God, we need to depend on him every day for everything, not just bread, but for everything. And, and we're going to see today that there's something that we're going to look at today, which I think is another daily need. So, but this daily, <coughs> excuse me, this daily relationship, this daily trust that we put in him that he's going to meet all of our needs he's going to meet your needs whether it's physical or spiritual or emotional all these needs that we have but he does it on a daily basis he doesn't necessarily take care of tomorrow today he'll take care of tomorrow when tomorrow gets here but today he's going to take care of today and that's all that's really all we have That's all we really have is today. That's all I have. That's all I know about. You know, we think about tomorrow, but tomorrow is a different day. But today we're here. Today we're alive. Uh, It says that said that in one of our songs. Uh, I'm alive and well, and that's what we're we're doing here today. So, the the part what we want to look at here is found in verse twelve where he says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, and, and I think it kind of runs right in uh, after uh, this idea of daily bread. I, I think it kind of ties together that, that it's, it is a daily need, this need of forgiveness. This is such a huge topic. I had pages and pages and I had to like, like put a bunch of them aside because there's no way I could talk about every part of this subject because it's so huge. But I think it's so necessary and so important, so crucial. He says there that that it's a part of this prayer to forgive us our debts. And and the word uh, literally means what is owed. But it it goes on beyond that to to mean offenses and and also to mean sin. And and as a matter of fact, in in the prayer uh, that Jesus taught later, in the Gospel of Luke, he uses the word sin, the Greek word for sin. And so, forgive us our debts, forgive us our sins, what we owe. Forgive us what we owe, he's saying. 
So let's step back for just a second and, and ask, well, what, is, what, is it, what does it mean to forgive? And, and this is what it means. It means to let go of the debt, to put it away, to release from the penalty, and to, to give up rights to get even. And there's, in, this, in this idea of forgiveness is the idea of being set free. So, so Jesus is teaching us to pray, to pray that we need forgiveness, and then he says also that we should forgive. We'll get to that in a minute. But, but that we need to be forgiven. There's a debt. I was trying to remember that quote that goes something like, uh, he paid a debt that we couldn't pay. What's the rest? He, he paid the debt that we couldn't pay. And there's another half, but I, I forget what it is. The fact of the matter is that we, we have a debt, and the debt is because of our sin, because of, because of the, the nature that we have. And the debt, the debt, the wages of sin is what? Is death. And that's, you know, if, if we are going to pay it, that's what the, the debt is. And so he says that we pray to God that he would forgive us and to cancel that debt, to forgive us our debt, to wipe out the debt, to let go of the debt. I love the verse in Psalm 130. It says this, but with you, there is forgiveness. With God, there is forgiveness. That's where, that's where the whole concept comes from. That's where the whole idea begins is in the heart of God, that, that he wants to forgive us. He wants to forgive us. Now, there, there's kind of, uh, if you will, two, two parts to this forgiveness for us. The first one, the first one is when we uh, turn our lives to Jesus Christ, when we, uh, you know, we hear about the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that we come to him and we receive him into our hearts and lives. And, and it's this initial forgiveness where our, our sins are washed away. We're, we're born again by the Spirit of God. Ephesians 1 verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. You see, it's based on God's grace. It's a gift. It's a free gift that he gives to us, not based on anything that you and I do. All we do is accept this free gift and, and our sins are forgiven. They will not be held against us. It says that, that he treads our sins uh, underfoot and he hurls them into the depths of the sea. How does he do that? He does that through the cross. This forgiveness, you know, if we don't have that, we, we don't have anything. The forgiveness at, at the cross that Jesus Christ has given to us. If we don't have that, we're, we're dead in the water, literally. We're dead in our sins without this forgiveness of sin. So that's the, kind of the initial one, and, and obviously the most important one. But, but keep in mind, again, it's based on grace. We're going to talk about why I say that in a minute. The second one, uh, part of that, I think, is this ongoing uh, cleansing. Much like in, in John chapter 13 where Jesus washed the disciples' feet. He said, you're clean, but, 
But you still need to get your feet washed. Why? Because we live in this world and we sin. Do any of you here, uh, since you became a believer, you stopped sinning? Go ahead and raise your hand. Because as soon as you do, you just sinned again. Because it's a lie and it's uh, based on pride, which is also a sin. We, we still blow it, right? Do you ever make mistakes? Do you ever uh, do anything? Do you ever get off track? Do you need the forgiveness of God? We do. We do. And that's why John tells us in 1 John 1, he says these words. He says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful. And he's just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what he's faithful to do. You see, what happens is, is sin, the, the, the idea is this, is that sin separates. Our sins separated us from God for all eternity, but when we came to Jesus, our sins were washed away, and, and the, the way to God was opened up. The relationship with God was, was healed, and we now are His family, His children. But when we blow it and we sin, you know, it, it, it does tend to separate the walk that we have with him. And especially when we don't acknowledge it, when we don't uh, go back to him and ask for his forgiveness, it, it, it affects our fellowship with God and, and it affects our fellowship with, with people as well. It, it affects our joy, it affects our peace, it, it affects our usefulness. And so we need to go back to him and say, Lord, I, I'm sorry, I blew it, I confess my sin, and, and it says he's faithful and, he, and he's just and he will forgive us. He'll for, forgive us again and again and again. Why? Because the cross covers all, you see. But you and I need to go back to him and, and when we blow it. Now the second part of this prayer is, is this. He says that <clears throat> forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now Again, <clears throat> he, he, he's talking here about this ongoing forgiveness, I believe. That's what he's talking about here. That, that our forgiveness is tied to forgiving others. Now, this isn't something necessary that we would like to hear or that we want to hear. But, but this ongoing forgiveness, if we go and we've blown it, and, and then we come and say, Lord, forgive me. He says, well, you want me to forgive you, but now you are not forgiving someone else. There's a problem here. And so this is what he's talking about. Now, the reason I made a point about grace earlier is because it's not like, well, we have to forgive everybody else and then we can be forgiven and be born again and be saved. That's not the way it works. We get saved first. Our, for, our sins are forgiven first and then this ongoing cleansing, if we're holding this grudge against someone. Look at verse 14 and 15. He says, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. You see, it affects this relationship with God. It affects the forgiveness that we can receive. You say, how could I forgive them? Anybody ever do anything to you? 
Anybody ever sin against you that, that hurts you deeply? I, I know it's happened to me in my life many, many, many times. And, and you know what? It's difficult to forgive. It's difficult, but Jesus is here saying that, you know, until you do and unless you do, it's going to affect your forgiveness now with you and the Father. Your relationship with you and the Father is going to be affected by this. Is that not what he said here? I'm not making this up. But I find it so interesting that it's found in a prayer. Why do I say that? Is because we need help. And we need to pray. Because it's not natural. It's not normal. It's not part of me to want to forgive someone if they've hurt me. And especially if they've hurt me deeply. I really, I really believe that, that, that only with God's help can we actually forgive those people that hurt us. Why? Because... I say this a lot, what he asks us to do, he'll always give us the help to do. He'll help us to do what he asks us to do, give us the power, the strength to do that. Colossians 3 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. How did he forgive us? He, he did it at very much cost, didn't he? He had to go to the cross. He, he, he did it for those that were undeserving. I, I remember, you know, at the cross, Jesus, what did he say? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Even people who hurt us and they don't even know that they hurt us. They didn't even know how bad it was. Sometimes that happens. But we're at this place where Jesus is giving these words, saying them to us. We desperately need this forgiveness. But he's saying that you have a choice, that I have a choice. And it's not based on feelings, you know, that a choice to forgive. Now, now if we choose not to, what is the outcome of that? What happens to us? Bitterness, exactly. We get bitter, we get angry, there's this hurt, it just kind of festers within us. We think about revenge, what can I do? How am I going to get back? You know, how am I going to get this thing straightened out? Again, that, that's very much like who we are, it, but it's in us. Someone said this, it's better to forgive the injustices of the past than to allow them to remain and let bitterness take root and poison the rest of our life. That's so true, you know. Someone, said, someone else said that, the, that, that bitterness is the cancer of the soul and the cure is found in the medicine called forgiveness. Now, does that make it any easier knowing this fact that, it, that it's going to create these things? No. But again, we make a choice. We have to make the choice. That's why the writer to the Hebrews uh, says, see to it that no one misses the grace of God, that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. We have to see to it, look and pay attention. Do I have this unforgiveness? And, and ask for God's help. Pray, God, forgive me. 
As I forgive others, help me to forgive others when, when I don't really want to, to, to let go of the debt that they owe me. The bitterness that I have, the anger. John Wesley, the, the evangelist uh, from the 1700s, he was traveling with a general and and the general got angry with somebody that was under him. And the man came to the general, asked him to forgive him. And the general said this, I never forgive. And John Wesley looked at the general and he said this, Then I hope, sir, that you never sin. In the Gospel of Mark, it says, Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So this forgiveness that, that we want to experience, that we need, it's tied, Jesus has tied it now with the forgiving of others. Now just, you know, again, it, it, it doesn't, always take the hurt away when we make this choice but in the end I think that's what does happen Uh, somebody said this to forgive us to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was who was us it was me pastor check you know this was a man of grace if there ever was a man of grace but but he had very hard times in his life too but he said this so it's it's for our own good that we forgive that that we're not holding in our mind some evil intent against someone who did us wrong way back when he says it's tragic that many people have just destroyed themselves over unforgiving spirits over bitterness that they have held. Wow. We can destroy ourselves by not being willing to forgive others. And again, as I said, and I know this so true that we need God's help to do it. We can't just say, oh, I forgive you. You know, when the kids do that, you know, they, they do something to each other. And then you say, tell them you're sorry. And they say it. And the other one said, tell them I forgive you. And they say it. But you can tell it's not real. It's not real, you know. You make them do it anyways, though, because they need to learn that, right? We're running out of time, but but Jesus talked in a couple different places. You know, how many times should you forgive? One place he said seven times. Another place he said what? 70 Seventy times seven times. That's a lot. And some believe that that phrase actually uh, means unlimited number. He then goes on and gives an example in Matthew chapter 18 about somebody who was forgiven a big, big debt. And then someone came and, you know, who had owed him just a very tiny debt and he, and he would not forgive that person and, and finally gets back to the one that, that uh, forgave him of the big debt and he says what do you think you're doing? So the question is and I think it always is is, is there someone that, that we need to forgive? A couple of myths that I, 
that I want to quote to you from a guy named Dawson McAllister. I think he used to be on the radio here in Rhode Island uh, way back. But he said this, some of the myths to forgive is to forget. Not true. You can't forget, but you can forgive. How about this one? Forgiveness makes everything okay. Not always. Does it? Not always. Forgiveness means always getting back together. No. You know, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean that we go back for more. It might require some distance. It might require separation. How about this? I must feel forgiving. <laughs> I don't know about you, but do you ever feel forgiving? Do you ever feel like, oh, I just want to forgive them when they've hurt you? No, you don't feel that way, but you're called to do it, right? You, she says she wants to kill them. I read lips. How about this one, the last one, before we wrap this up? Once you do it. Once you do it. Uh, somebody hurts you and just, uh, I forgive them. I, you really, seriously, you did you, with your heart. But then you think about it, it come, the thought comes back again and again and again. And, you know, we need to keep forgiving. Keep forgiving. Even the same person. Even for the same particular sin or trespass or debt. And sometimes I think it's a process. You know, we just, we just be, we, we like a friend of mine said, you know, to be willing to be willing. First of all, we have to be willing to forgive. But first we have to be, before that even, is be willing to be willing. And sometimes it's this process that kind of takes place to get to that place where we actually can forgive. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our, debt, our debtors. So that's, that's big, isn't it? We, I want to play a video for you uh, after we pray here. But, but uh, let's pray now and... And, uh, and talk to the Lord about this. Father in heaven, we, we desperately need your forgiveness for just the stuff that happens in our daily lives. And, and, but yet you also want us, because we have been forgiven, you want us to forgive others. And it opens up forgiveness more and more for the things that we commit today. Not a single one of us is perfect. Not a single one of us uh, never sins. Psalm 130 says, if you kept a record of sins, who could stand? Sometimes, Lord, we're keeping records. And we're not letting go of the debts that are against us. But we want you to to let go of the debts against us that we commit against you.
Lord, all I can say is help us. Some of us have been hurt. We've been hurt. We're maybe even hurting right now. We're, we need to we need to forgive. We maybe we even would like to, but we just can't. We pray for your help to to give us the ability, the the strength to let it go, to to move forward, to let go of that bitterness, that hurt. To find healing and peace with you, Lord Jesus. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, in Jesus' name. Amen.